0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.
1: Bonjour et bonsoir. C'est Simon. Simon means Simon in French because that's where I'm from. Um, before we talk love, I want to share with you a, a little story you may not know about me. Uh, as a volunteer, I coach uh, ping pong to youth in detention. Uh, and I've done that for years now. And, you know, we sing songs and all that. And, and. Um, you know, I got them uh, for a, a unique occasion with the approval of a judge. A karaoke machine. The idea was, you know, we we don't fight. We sing, and and and, and it's working really well. And I've heard wonderful music, and I've really believe music heals the soul and heart, of all of us, from kids to adult. But also that sometimes when we don't know how to express ourselves, if we hear a song, if we sing a song, if we it, it, it just it does it for me and maybe it does it for you too. So uh, I haven't seen the kids for a year in detention because of COVID and I'm going back next uh, week and I look forward to play ping pong with them and, and, and hear some, some wonderful singing. It just, so that's, that's just a little personal note uh, back to you. You call the next. You have a question for me about you love life. Eight five five nine zero five eighty two fifty five. Bonjour Jade.
2: Bonjour Simon. So There's this guy that found me on Facebook. Um, I had no clue who he was until he came and sent me a few pictures of our kindergarten class. So at first I was a little puzzled, but then he proceeded to tell me that we were in the same kindergarten class. So off the bat, we rekindled off of that, and I just thought it was such a crazy thing that he ended up finding me. So we ended up talking and he took me on a date, bought me food. It was really nice. Um, but he really didn't tell me that much about him. So I took it upon myself to do my own research. And I found out that he had two kids that he told me nothing about. And mm-hmm. I was thinking, okay, maybe he's scared. You know, I'll give him a little more time, um, and see if he tells me this information himself. So a few weeks goes on, and he mentions nothing about these kids. So I don't know what to do about it. Should I ask him, or should I just let it be and see if he ends up mentioning it? Or should I just leave him be?
1: Well, how did that make you feel when you discovered he had two kids he never told you about?
2: I was very surprised, because... I feel as if I have children, that's the first thing I'm bringing up because they're my number one priority and what I'm doing, what I'm doing for. So I was a little upset, but, you know, everyone handles situations differently, so I had no clue how he was feeling about letting me know.
1: Mm -hmm. How do you feel about it now?
2: Honestly, I don't know what to think because it's been about a month now and he still has mentioned nothing to me. So I honestly don't think that I can trust him if he can't share that important information
1: with me. Right on. That's the thing, and I'll never say it enough, but unspoken secrecy, hidden things or information, or it kills good possible relationships. So I, I hear you, Jay. I, I, I understand, and I, I think you can't really trust him. I, I would not invest my time with this dude anymore at all. Right. Usually I try to convince a caller to give it a chance. But in this case, my instinct and your intuition is saying no. So I say you move on and you find somebody more straightforward. And for anybody listening, if you have kids, this is the most beautiful part of your life. Don't hesitate to say it. Don't hide it. it just It's not normal. So let's learn from Jade's story, okay?
2: Thank you, Simon.
1: You got it. Thank you for calling and have a good night. You too. So I'd like to address this. If you have kids and you start to date a new person. When should you tell it, and how should you say it? Next. This is is a very important uh, topic, uh, if you have kids especially. Some people, when they have kids, have a tendency to not say it right away. When should you say it, not say it, why? And if you don't have kids, or if you have kids, but let's say you are dating, you know, first date or second date, and the person doesn't have any kid. And you have one kid, two kids, three kids. And then you don't know, should I say it, should I not say it? But there is a very interesting thing that we've learned, and it was the last call, Jade, is that everybody understands that being a parent is the most beautiful and important thing of your life. So it's something that you should say on the first date, no later than the second. I mean, people have asked me, when should I say I have kids? I'm a single parent. Say it with pride. This is the most important part of your life. And I, if I'm going to be a future partner, should know about this. That's the first thing. Now, how to say it? Stay with me. I'll tell you how. Next. So, Jade, my last caller goes, you know, I, this guy had kids and tell me, you know, hiding from me, and then she lost interest, lost trust. So, if you have kids... You know now, if you listen to me, that the sooner you say you have kids to a new potential partner, the better. Because it's the most beautiful part of your life and the most important. And everybody understands that. And if they don't, you know, they can kiss, you know, your Daria goodbye. Now, how to say it? With a smile, just the way you feel. Not like, oh, my God. No, I have three kids. Uh, During the conversation, like, you know, I have two kids. Just like that, like, with pride. And, and, and not because you're looking for somebody to feed them or take care of them, because you're a mom or a dad. And I, you know, I have a goddaughter, I love other kids, but I, it's like kids in our life, whether we are parents, godparents, or whatever, or aunt or uncle, nothing to hide. If you're a parent, you got to say it, and say it pretty quickly with pride. That's my advice. Calls are next. Bonjour, Caroline.
3: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour. What's up tonight? How can I help you?
3: Okay, so I'm I'm not a doctor, but I'm really sure that my husband has that, like, restless leg syndrome, like where you kick your leg when you sleep, because at night, we're trying to sleep, and he's, like, kicking me the whole night in his sleep, and he's totally unaware, and I keep bringing it up, and he, he thinks I'm exaggerating, he thinks it's not that big of a deal, but I really... I'm not sleeping well, and I also am worried about his health. I really think he needs to go to a doctor, and he won't listen to me. I don't know what to do.
1: So in the morning when you talk to him about it, what does he say?
3: He's like, oh, everybody you know, rolls around in their sleep. I'm sure it's nothing. You're just a light sleeper. And, uh, it's not that big a deal.
1: Hmm. Um, how do you feel about it?
3: I'm upset because I'm I'm not sleeping well at all, and then I'm also worried that what if it's a sign of like a bigger health problem?
1: Right, absolutely. Well, first of all, uh, uh, is there another bedroom in the house?
3: There is. I've actually been going and sleeping in the other bedroom sometimes because I'm I'm having such a hard time sleeping.
1: Well, from now on, you should sleep in the other bedroom full time until you address this. So, say, listen. Two choices: A, we go to the doctor together and we find the right medicine, or B, uh, I'm just sleeping with you anymore in the same bed for until you've seen the doctor and you take the lead, you show direction, you show strategical direction, you know. So okay. th- there's no reason for you to be kicked all night by his whatever problem is, if that can be fixed with a, you know, a, a, some medicines or something like this. You just you take the lead, you tough. You said, listen. Get ready. I'm going to sleep in the other room, and you know why, and you know what I think. So, you can be, you know, just in this room, and I can be there. That's fine. Or, let's go to the doctor and address it.
3: Okay. Thank you.
1: You are most welcome. Good luck to you, and have a good night. Thank you. You too. Coming up, I am going to go address Beth's question, because she wants to be exclusive as her man, and he has one condition, and she doesn't know what to do uh, about it. So, um... I'm going to help her next. So this is interesting. Beth sent me a Facebook message at the Rendezvous show saying, Bonjour, Simon. I told my man that I want to be exclusive. But he says we have to ooh-la-la before he can commit. But I want to wait until we are exclusive to ooh with him. So then what should we do? Ha, that's a dilemma. If one of you wants to be exclusive before we have the ooh And the partner says, no exclusivity before we have ooh la What should you do? <laughs> I'll tell you next. So, of <laughs> an interesting question. Because Beth goes, Simon, I want to be exclusive with my man. Um, but he says we have to have ooh-la-la 1st before we can commit to be exclusive. But I, as Beth, want to wait to be exclusive before to have ooh with him. Now what do we do? Well, listen, this is kind of a make it or break it because it's like sometimes people have religion belief and they can't have ulala before they're married. You have to respect that. So my advice to you is um, there's a middle ground, so you can maybe make out not ulala, or you can also stand your ground each and you will separate. Uh, so it's either you know you feel the middle ground is okay, good compromise, not the fool ooh-la-la. Or, I'm telling you, there is no solution but to break up and find somebody who has the same belief than you. Thanks, and I hope that helps. Call the next. If you have a feel-good or romantic story you want to share with me, call the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Jen.
4: Bonjour, Simon.
1: <laughs> Bonjour, Jen. Hi. You have a romantic gesture, a story about a romantic gesture that you want to share with me on the rendezvous. I am all ears.
4: Yes, it's so nice. Me and my husband started this about three years ago, and it just Mm -hmm. makes the year go by so nicely and pleasant. So what we do is, other than our regular real anniversary, we have a surprise anniversary, and we don't tell the other person. And we change the day all the time for each year. So one year he'll surprise me and it'll be a day before my birthday, the surprise anniversary. And then the next year it'll be a random Wednesday. And he's like, happy anniversary, uh, the surprise anniversary. And I think it's just so sweet and adorable.
1: How does that make you feel?
4: It makes me feel like he thinks of me even when I don't know he's thinking of me. And it keeps it creative, too.
1: Yes, and creativity is the language of love also. So by not repeating the same old thing every single year, yeah. you bring yes. the love and the fire to its maximum. Yes. Jen, thank you so much for sharing that tradition to you and your man, and I appreciate it, and you have a good night. Thank you, Simon. Coming up, we're going to go listen to Cassidy's voicemail and question about her boyfriend, so that's next. you have a question 24 7 off the show on the show off air during showtime you leave me a message on my voicemail i'll play it on air and i'll answer on air just like for cassidy's question take a listen
3: bonjour simon Um, my name is cassidy um i wanted your help with something so my boyfriend and i were talking about our exes and last night he said he'll always love his ex no matter what Now, they don't have any kids together, so there's no real reason that I can figure why he would still love her. So, I don't know, that struck me kind of weird. I'd love to know your opinion or your take. Do you think that that's a red flag? Do you think he still has feelings for her? I don't know, I can't get it out of my head. I would really love your opinion.
1: Thanks. Cassidy, thanks for the question. What should you do if your boyfriend tells you he will always love his ex? I'll tell you what I think next. So, Cassidy's left me a question that I, I, I really find interesting. You know, her boyfriend told her they were talking about exes and stuff. And he said, you know you know what? I will always love my ex. And Cassidy was like, what? You don't even have kids together, so why? So, here's the thing, Cassidy. Um, I love my first girlfriend when I was 13, 14. I'm not in love with her. Her name is Christabel. We're good friends. Um, I would have been upset if you said I'm in love with her, but please don't take it it's against you or the relationship. Um, we we find sometimes with exes, the romantic love is gone, but it's like a friendship love. So there's a big difference between I'm thinking about my ex, that's bad, uh, or you know, communicating with your ex. But the fact you say I will always love my ex, A, hey, is it true? Sometimes feelings fade away. And two, I'll say it. There's a few exes in my life. I still love them. Not romantically, not ooh but as human beings, as women, as the human being they are, wonderful. I just don't want to be romantic with them. So it's not against you. Don't worry about it and nothing to be too concerned. That's my advice. Enjoy the relationship. Calls next. Bonjour, Victoria.
0: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Victoria. What's going on? How can I help you?
0: Okay, so I'm having some issues being intimate with my husband. Um, Working out really turns me on. So just like the sweat, all that stuff, right? So I'm trying to get my husband to work out so I can be intimate with him, but I don't want to be mean to him or make him think that I'm, you know, saying that he's overweight or anything like that. So I need some help.
1: Mm -hmm. Is he overweight?
0: No, he's not.
1: So it's purely, it's purely the act of working out that is like a turn-on for you, right? Yes. <laughs> I get it. Why not? Well, listen, then if he's not overweight, then he will not be offended at all. So I just, just – you tell him. Listen, man, we are so – most men are just so simple animals. Where do, you, where do you work out? You work out in your house in the basement or where, where is that?
0: Yeah, we have like a home gym in the garage.
1: I like that. Um, so, you, you take him to the workout and then you work him. I mean, I don't think he's going to resist.
0: <laughs> I mean… I guess it's just like guys can get a little self-conscious. So, like, if their biceps aren't as big as they used to be, then they automatically take it as, oh, you know, like, you don't think I'm sexy or I don't know.
1: Listen, listen, yes, but man thinks testosterone. So, you know, I don't have to tell you what to do when it comes to that. You know better than me. This guy, your husband, and just you get my you, you 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 have to work him. listen you, you work out, you put a little outfit there, he'll understand the message. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because it's true, most men I I don't know who is not visual and, and yeah. attractive to the so he's gonna he's gonna love the workout, trust me.
0: Well hopefully he'll like the other type of workout better, right? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so so, he's a lucky guy. Listen, you know how many men listening to you tonight on the rendezvous is going to think, wait a minute, my wife is not so turned on by the workout. I still have to work out for her without the ooh <laughs> In his case, he get both. Listen, what a package deal.
0: Well, thank you.
1: So, I'm not too worried. You'll know what to do now. He's not going to get offended at all, guaranteed.
0: See, now I feel a lot better. Thank you so much, Simon.
1: Good. That's what I'm here for. Thank you so much for uh, your call, and you have a good night. You too. Hey, do you believe in prenups? Prenups. Let's talk about that next. Hey, do you believe in prenups? You know, before you get married, the famous contract, the agreement, pre-nuptial agreement. I wanted to know what you thought. It's very interesting about that. A hot topic. Uh, put it on my social media uh, at Montevideo Radio. 55% of you voted no, I don't believe in prenups, 45% believe in it, and I believe in it. But a good one and a good prenup is an equilibrium between the two parties. That's how you built something strong. But I think it's a mistake to keep that an unspoken and to think because we say yes today, we won't say no in 20 years, but we got to be both protected, not just one, both. So don't be afraid of prenups. That's my take. Thank you for listening, and bonsoir.
0: The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.